So Michael, when I say utility in the context of NFTs, what comes to mind? Well, that's actually been a hot topic lately. Certain NFT projects started off as really just art projects, right? They showcased the art in digital form, allowed people to buy it. Instead of a canvas though, the medium was an NFT. Yeah, that's true. Art with a smart contract built yeah. in that actually proves you own that piece of art. But I asked about utility. Yeah, okay, you're right, you're right. and that's a hot topic because so many NFT projects these days, the art is there, but people want to know what else they actually get from the art. Does it come with access to the artist, the ability to get in on future projects, any kind of IP rights? Can you resell it? Can you license your character? What does the NFT holder get beyond the ownership of this JPEG. So there's really all sorts of utility that come along with an NFT. We covered a lot of them actually in the last episode. Yeah, we did for sure. What if I told you that a recent NFT that I bought in on, a part of the utility was a handshake from Stanley from the office. Wait, like an actual handshake? <laughs> Does it come with one of his signature scowls and uh, eye rolls too? No, no, but it did come with a big smile. No, Stanley doesn't smile. <laughs> okay, Stanley doesn't <laughs> smile, but the actor who portrays Stanley in the legendary television series The Office, Leslie David Baker, well, he actually has a great smile. Well, I'm assuming that the NFT you're talking about must be that cameo pass, uh, as that's what today's episode's all about. But a, a handshake from Stanley, you gotta tell me more about this. All right, well, we're gonna get into it today right after we roll this intro. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is supported by Trustonomy, an original podcast from OneTrust. Every good relationship you have, personal or business, involves trust. But we all know that trust doesn't just happen, right? We've all lost trust in a friend or a brand or a product. Trustonomy is a new podcast that looks at true stories from the past to understand how trust works and what makes it stronger and how to rebuild it when it's broken. Now, you know, I'm a sucker for a good podcast that weaves historical stories and relates it to what's happening today. So I thoroughly enjoyed this Trustonomy episode and recommend that you check that out as well. Search for Trustonomy in your podcast player. We'll also include a link in the show notes. Many thanks to the OneTrust team for their support. 
as artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore, AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. With over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing. They're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI-Safety-Security. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI-Safety-Security. Okay, Mike, today's episode is all about the Cameo Pass, a brand new Web3 NFT project from the Web2 company, Cameo. Yeah, you might be familiar with Cameo. It's a platform that you could use to get celebrities and other influencers to send video messages to, well, pretty much anybody you want, like this one. What's up, guys? It's three-time NFL Pro Bowler Josh Cribs. I just want to say congratulations to Tracy and Fife welcoming your new baby boy, Bernie. No, I'm just kidding. Your new baby boy, Owen. I was just kidding, guys. That's a joke because you guys are Browns fans. And Mike said, your boy Mike said he was suggesting that you name your baby boy Bernie after Bernie Koza. And we, I, look, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, man, for continuing to support the Browns and being huge Browns fans. Listen, it's because of our Browns fans. fans Wait, like did you, you really send this cameo to somebody? It, of course I did. <laughs> my, my buddy Fife and his wife Tracy they had their first born child, a baby boy, Owen, and I was so pumped for them. And I thought, well, it'd be pretty cool if Uncle Mike could get Cleveland Browns legend Josh Cribbs to wish them well. And yeah, I might have suggested that they name their son Bernie after Bernie Kozar, but they didn't listen to me. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised you did this. And now, what, there's like an NFT of the cameo you sent? It, it, not exactly, not exactly, but... Just about two months ago, Cameo did launch Cameo Pass, their new Web3 project, and that's what we're going to be digging into here. Okay, so how did you find out about Cameo Pass to begin with? All right, well, I've had my eye out to get involved with a new NFT project. I wanted to get in on the beginning, and we heard in episodes one and two, I already had my first official NFT from the tilt, but I wanted to keep things going. I wanted to learn even more. I felt like the best way for me to do that was to get in on the very beginning, to actually join during the mint of an NFT, basically be a part of the community when the community itself was just being formed. Okay, so all the projects in the world, all these NFT projects, and you went with Cameo Pass? Well, back in February, you know, I started reading about it. There were outlets like TechCrunch and Fast Company. They were reporting on the launch of Cameo Pass. And in this Fast Company article by Nicole Laporte, she reports, well, I'll just quote her here, the celebrity video shout-out platform Cameo announced that it's getting into NFTs. Starting on February 17th, fans of the 50,000 athletes, musicians, and other influencers who populate the platform, they'll be able to mint a new Cameo Pass via OpenSea. The NFTs at a current cost of about $550 will give people exclusive access to Cameo events, such as parties hosted at the company's Beverly Hills Villa, meet and greets, merch drops, and celebrity Q&As. It's interesting. I mean, the fact that they're getting publicity right out of the gate, it's a good sign, right? And it means there's some interest, some buzz. Yeah, and, and that's for mainstream press, too. I mean, so many times these NFT projects in the early days, 
they struggled to get even the more obscure blogs to post about them. But Cameo was getting some big media players to give them the attention before it's mint. And they were getting people in the Web3 world to talk about the project too. Like, for instance, the YouTube channel NFTverse. In early February, I saw a video there talking about Cameo Pass as one of the hyped collections that was soon to be launching. Here's NFTverse with its take on Cameo Pass here. The next NFT collection we're going to be talking about here is coming from Cameo, right? And Cameo, as many of you know, is this like social media network where celebrities and prominent figures can send DMs or send personalized messages to fans, right? It's like a way of interacting with your fan base and your audience in a much more like intimate way. And the company has now decided that they will be releasing an NFT collection surrounding this overall concept to help better connect fans and creators and celebrities with one another. That gives some of my final thoughts on what I think about the Cameo Pass and the NFT collection that Cameo is creating here. It gives me a lot of the same sense of what I think VFriends is to Gary V. If you're not familiar with what VFriends is, it's an NFT collection that was developed and created by Gary V. One of the most prominent influencers and entrepreneurs across the entire world has an incredible reach and is an extremely well-respected and well-known within the NFT community. What Gary V's collection VFriends has done really well is connecting the people who have purchase those nfts with himself personally and i think that's what cameo is trying to doing with their pass here by connecting fans and just regular people with creators celebrities as well as access to certain events that will be created by them so for me personally i would say this is under the radar of a lot of people right now and i am pretty excited for this nft collection i think there is a good possibility that there could be a lot of utility for these types of nfts and like we have seen with v friends which doesn't have the greatest art of all time but it does have a tremendous amount of utility and great level of access to gary v himself so if we're able to get some of that access or a certain level of that access equivalent to the level of access to what vfriends offers i think these will be pretty interesting okay they make the comparison there to vfriends by gary vaynerchuk and those are some pretty big shoes to fill yeah and look i didn't take that to mean that cameo pass would definitely become as hot as vfriends is i mean i don't think it's fair to assume that but the utility part of it I mean, there are some similarities, right? Okay, so back to the utility. What did you mean there? Well, V friends, right? You weren't buying them for the art. I mean, no offense to Gary V, <laughs> but the art is not that great. I mean, it looks sort of like my nine-year-old son drew the pictures, but but it's totally okay because V friends was more about the benefits that came beyond the art. By that, I mean access to VCon, Gary V's mega event that's sort of like Coachella for entrepreneurs and Web3 enthusiasts. It came with access to Gary V, like literally access to him. Like some of the NFTs, they actually get you personal video calls or or even lunch with Gary V. And the take here is that the utility that comes along with Cameo Pass, it's analogous to what you may get with VFriends. In a way, in a way. I mean, again, don't get me wrong. It's apples to oranges here. I mean, VFriends has a lot of different unique NFTs, some that came along with an exclusive benefit. And Keep in mind, those that are into Gary V are very into Gary V. <laughs> with with Cameo Pass, I mean, there's just three different passes, but there were 2,000 editions, each of them. Mm. Um, and they came from interesting artists. I mean, there was Luke McGarry, who's an illustrator, but hadn't done too much with the Web3 world quite yet. Uh, but there was also Burnt Toast and Vinny Hager. I mean, both of them were a part of really interesting NFT projects already, like Doodles and Letters. Yeah. But again, just three passes, 2,000 copies of each of the same pass. And every pass essentially has the same utility. Which was? Well, on the outset, it was a little vague, right? I mean, basically all they described before Mint was that a Cameo Pass holder would get benefit of 
art from these really cool artists and you'd be a part of community of stars and other fans and you'd get access to exclusive events and of course much much more much much more there's always got to be that much much more <laughs> right can't give away everything out of the gate okay so you don't know very much about the benefits at this stage but that was enough for you to take the plunge and get in on this nft it was i mean Look, you usually don't end up knowing very much about any NFT project at this stage. That's true. Usually at this stage, there's like a roadmap and a Discord channel, but you don't know what's actually going to be executed on, right? It, right. And and actually, there wasn't either of those things at Cameo <laughs> Pass. I mean, no real roadmap, and the Discord was only for Cameo Pass holders, so it'd mm. only be open once the pass is minted and you had one in your wallet. Okay, interesting. Well, I mean, that leaves things more up in the air, though, right? But I guess... At least there was a company behind it. Exactly, exactly. I mean, look, those things didn't really bother me too much. I actually thought the exclusive Discord was was more of a feature than a mm. bug, right? I mean, there'd probably be far fewer scammers or people just trying to hawk their own NFT project. I, I kind of like that their Discord community would be more exclusive, you know, just kind of a more of a club that you had to be a part of to get in. Yeah, I can see that. I'm in a few Discords for, for various NFT projects, and they are a disaster and it just gets worse right <laughs> like yeah. to the point where they just have to say don't answer any dms and you're like but i'm here to build community right but anyway so there's there's something to that like private discord plus so many of these nft community discords they get unwieldy right and and i know that part of the point was to like build the hype of the project so they have more eyeballs and once it mints but it, it seems like cameo went a different route here yeah yeah which you know i actually appreciate it but what about the lack of a roadmap well look i'm a product manager <laughs> at heart so I, I know all about roadmaps and i also know that just because something's on a roadmap doesn't mean it's actually going to happen and so <laughs> true to that so many nft projects that have these roadmaps they never come to fruition mm. so no, Cameo didn't have a true roadmap before Mint, um, and still technically they don't have one, although we could talk more about this later on. But they did have some of these benefits that they teased. And to me, I guess I kind of looked at it almost in the same way that one would look at a startup investment. Yeah, how's, how's that? Well, very early stages of a startup. Think of the seed stage. What's more important if you're looking to invest, Michael? Are you going to put more weight into a roadmap or are you going to put more weight into the belief that you have in the team? Oh, right. Definitely the team. Exactly. Right. It's like if you believe in the team, it doesn't even matter what's on the roadmap. You you invest and you trust that the team will ultimately figure it out. And I guess I just sort of loved Cameo as a company. I mean, they're this Web2 unicorn tech company. They've kind of a lot to lose. I mean, they don't want a bad reputation. They don't want to put something out and have it be a rug pull, so to speak, and then sort of tarnish their their Web2 reputation. Mm -hmm. uh, they know how to grow things. I mean, not only that, they have dedicated people working on the project. And they had connections to celebrities that no other NFT project could possibly have. I mean, they have this community of 50,000 celebrities and influencers. And I just sort of assumed they would figure out ways to get them involved in the project. And look, the price the NFT mint was like, I mean, I think we said $550 before. It's not nothing, but... Mm -hmm an amount that I was willing to sort of take a chance on this project for. Well, fair enough, right? So you aped in. Did I did I say that right? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so which artist did you go with? Did you even get to choose? Well, actually, it's funny you bring that up. So there are three artists who created three different passes um, with all, again, basically the same utility. There was GM or Good Morning by Burnt Toast, uh, GD or Good Day by Luke McGarry, 
and GN, or Good Night by Vinnie Hager. And I chose, well, I couldn't really choose at Edmint. You just bought into the project and you would be randomly assigned your NFT once the mint closed. It's interesting. So which artist did you go with though? Well, I ended up being randomly chosen to receive a GM from Burnt Toast of Doodles fame. Oh, that's amazing. That's the one I would have chosen anyway. But um, okay, so more on your GM pass from Cameo Pass after a short break. So before the break, we learned about the launch of Cameo Pass, the new Web3 NFT project by Web2 unicorn tech company Cameo. And we learned how you, Mike, decided to get in on the mint of the Cameo Pass, essentially becoming an early part of the community from the very, very beginning. Yeah, and gosh, we could probably do an entire episode on just that process in itself. <laughs> All right, well, tell us more. What do you mean? Well, one big open question I had about being part of an NFT community is, what is it actually like to be a part of an <laughs> NFT community? I mean, look, I run a community of 30,000 product managers. I know how a community like that interacts. They're they're trading ideas and best practices and giving advice and feedback so everybody could be better product managers. But mm. for something like this, I thought to myself, what do you even talk about in the Discord, you know? And so what were people talking about in the Discord? Well, at first, there were a lot of people just saying... GM or GD or GN, <laughs> like literally just over and over back to each other. You know, log on in the morning, you say, good morning. And a whole lot of people just saying good morning. But eventually the Cameo Pass community started to take shape in itself. And we're going to talk more later about what that all meant. Um, and I'll share more about my experiences within the community. For now, though, I thought it might be useful to hear from Cameo itself. Oh, yeah? Yes. I had a chat with Oliver Maroney. Now, Oliver is the GM of Web3 at Cameo, one of the few that are actually working on Cameo Pass full time. And here's Oliver talking about how he got into Web3 and then Cameo Pass. So I got into NFTs about a year and a half ago. I've bought hundreds, if not thousands of projects. I've seen everything from the rug pulls to the doodles to everything in between. And I really have a, a genuine passion for this. Like I, I really enjoy it. Um, I love collecting things. As you can tell, I've got a bunch of cards in my backdrop. You know, cards uh, are where I kind of started. And I moved into NFTs through NBA Top Shot and uh, been a sports journalist, sports fan my entire life. Um, and it was something that really attracted me to NBA Top Shot. And I was in very early with some of the OGs of Top Shot and got to learn a lot from those guys. And we were in a like a very private discord. Um, and so it's been a lot of fun to kind of like see that grow. And as you know, I've worked at Cameo almost two years, two and a half years now. And in that time span, I've managed a lot of uh, sports talent um, on the platform. And so I moved my way up in uh, my role. And it was about a year ago that I went to the co-founders and the CEO and said, hey, this Web3 thing is no joke. And like, I'm getting asked from Athlete X, they want to do an NFT project. Like, how do we build that? Like, how do we make this something that's uniquely Cameo? Our first foray is Cameo Pass. And the idea is that it's a pass that gets you involved with anything that we do moving forward. Our goal really at Cameo Pass was to illustrate what we could do early on and leave a lot of the unknown still out there. What I mean by that is like, look, you know, we have a, a platform of 50,000 plus talent. We have a very unique opportunity here to be game changers in this space. And, you know, how we how we move forward is really what's going to set us apart. And it's not just Oliver. There's a larger team within Cameo that's completely focused on Cameo Pass. 
Here's Oliver with more on the team. So right now we have myself, uh, Ben Eisner, as one of the main engineers, um, devs. He's actually in the you know Discord quite frequently. He's, he goes by the name of like, I think it's Stony on Discord. And then our co-founder, Devin, um, one of the Cameo's co-founders, uh, he basically built the app. Uh, he's full-time in Web3. He's on our team. Um, so those are like the three primary contacts. Then we have Ross Kelly, who has also worked on this project with us and is in the Discord. Uh, Talia Lee, Jim Terpstra are all basically in this. They work at Cameo, but they are all also uh, involved in our Web3 projects and uh, dedicate most of their time in the space as well with us. So three full-time people dedicated to the project, plus several others who pitch in here and there who work at Cameo. That's right. But what especially stood out to me is one of the full-time people working on Cameo Pass is Devin Townsend, one of the co-founders and the CTO of Cameo. I mean, to me, that seemed like a big deal for Cameo to allow its co-founder and CTO to focus the full-time effort on Cameo Pass. Well, one, it shows their commitment to Cameo Pass and Web3 in general. But two, it shows that there's real talent inside of this full-time Cameo Pass team. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty big for sure. I mean, let's be real. Sometimes we don't even know who the founding team members of a Web3 NFT project is, right? Not until they're doxxed, right? So we don't know their full names. We don't know their backgrounds. In this case, though, it's different, right? We knew everything about the people on the team and it's a legit team of web3 talent yeah and of course when we say talent and cameo there's this whole other group of people that comes to mind i think i know what you're getting at the celebrities right like yeah. how do they all fit into this i imagine that oliver you must have chatted about this aspect right for sure for sure we talked about the utility of these passes and how cameo's base of fifty thousand celebrities and influencers is not just a part of that utility the ability to interact with them in certain ways but they're actually a part of the community too. I mean, in the Discord, there may be times where I was chatting and then a celebrity of some sort pipes in and responds and just in the course of normal conversation, you know, and there's so many more opportunities here. So opportunities to promote the project, opportunities to enhance these parties that they keep teasing. Here's Oliver with more on that. We have one this week as kind of an example. Hard Rock Nick will be doing like a 30-minute Q&A. He owns passes, by the way. This is not like somebody who doesn't own the passes. Um, and so our plan is to integrate talent as they see fit. We're not going to force people to join, you know, like that doesn't feel natural, <laughs> but what we are going to do is, you know, like for instance, one of the cameo talent, Cam Jordan minted the max. He's a pro bowler. He plays for oh, the wow. saints. And so that's another guy we intend to, you know, integrate into the community and get involved. We've had a bunch of, I think we had two or three other guys in the discord over the past like week or two that are cameo talent. Uh, what we don't want to have happen is people just make the assumption that this is just a talent-driven community. And we don't want to have any one talent feel like they're less than another talent or not as appreciated or whatever that may end up being. And so we're being intentional about it. But our goals, short-term and long-term, are to integrate talent into our community one by one, step by step. Kate Flannery got her first NFT through us, the office, the girl from Meredith from the office. Yep. Um, so we, you know, there's there's a lot of people in our talent community that already own cameo passes, and there are many more to come. Hey, first we were talking about Stanley and now Meredith. Yeah, I mean, hey, the office is very big for cameo. <laughs> I, th I think the hottest celebrity on cameo last year, uh, the person who made the most money was actually Brian Baumgartner, plays Kevin Malone on the office. It's <laughs> a little fun fact there. That is a fun fact. Okay, so 
Cameo Pass. Yeah, back to Cameo Pass. All right, I will say I appreciated Oliver being real here. I mean, he's saying that, yes, there is celebrity talent that's a part of the project and an important part of the project, but they're not promising that all of that celebrity talent is going to be pumping things all the time. Wouldn't be sustainable to say, like, hey, go into the Discord and it will be filled with celebrities daily. Uh, wouldn't be sustainable to get the celebrities advertising the project mm. all the time. But they do have celebrities as a part of their network that can wield their influence when they need to. Uh, but it's a long-term strategy here, right? They don't want to burn out their goodwill with this network of talent. And have you seen this play out this far? Like, you know, the first couple of weeks in the Discord, celebrities were just, like, popping in? Uh, here and there, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say, like, a-list celebrities, but like <laughs> for sure. I mean, he mentioned Hard Rock Nick. I had no idea who Hard Rock Nick was. I, don't know who I, Hard I Rock guess Nick he's, is. <laughs> he's he's sort of a more obscure influencer, but it seemed to be the right crowd. I mean, people in the Discord kind of went wild when he popped in. Um, I don't know, maybe somebody I should know. I'm an old man, Michael. I, I don't know, <laughs> but but hey, they loved him. Um, I did see Cody Parkey now. More obscure, but I recognize him because he was a kicker for my Cleveland Browns mm. uh, at one time. Not on the team anymore, but um, I also remember posting something about my daughter. And then somebody popped up and asked, is she a fan of Dog with a Blog? And uh, it turned out that that person that asked me was Blake Michael, who's the star of Dog with a Blog. So, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I want to say it's flooded with A-list celebrities, but you would see certain random celebrities pop in every now and then and interact, and it is kind of cool to me, you know? Okay, okay, especially when it's a closed Discord and there's not like 100,000 people in there. It does make it feel more like an exclusive club. I I, I could see that being cool, that you're in there with these uh, celebs, quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> What else uh, did you see in the first couple weeks of of that pass? Well, there were some surprise benefits that would pop up. So on two occasions, they offered $50 credits to Cameo for anybody that wanted to take advantage of the offer. Okay, that's fun. Did you get in on those? I did. I did. I got my son a Cameo from Jason Ian Drucker. Uh, my son's a big fan of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. He's mm. reading all the books. He's pretty much binged them all at this point. I think he's got two left but uh but yeah i got him a surprise cameo from greg hefley himself and he thought it was pretty cool oh that's great it's such a good series for sure and there's other surprise pop-up benefits as well there was video calls with magic johnson they had a giveaway of a few slots where you could literally talk one-on-one -on -one with showtime <laughs> uh there was a merch drop you could choose different merch based on what kind of pass you had so I got a coffee mug with burnt toast artwork all over it, and uh, I have it downstairs right now. Nice. Um, yeah, and, th and there are lots of other giveaways, and there still are, that either get you an airdrop or a whitelist spot for other NFT projects. Okay, so not just Cameo NFT projects then, but like other outside NFT projects? Yeah, exactly. Like, for instance, there was a giveaway where they gave away 50 BFF friendship bracelets. Now, these are... These are NFT bracelets, like not the not physical uh, friendship bracelet, but um, it, this wasn't a whitelist. This was an actual giveaway. Now, BFF is an huh. NFT project from an awesome team of women and non-binary individuals, and their initial launch was of their BFF friendship bracelets, um, and they had 550 people, Cameo Pass did, to get in on the giveaway that entered, um, and 50 people won. Now, the floor price on those BFF bracelets today is 1.7 ETH, which is the equivalent hmm. of about 
$5,000. So if you enter that giveaway, you basically had a one in 11 chance of winning a $5,000 prize. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, did <laughs> did you win? Sadly, I did not win, uh, but, no. <laughs> but these partnerships with other NFT communities, this isn't unique to Cameo Pass. I mean, as I've come to learn nearly Every NFT project has some sort of reciprocal relationships where they have allow list or whitelist giveaways. And in exchange, the other project helps them out in some way. And mm. actually, Oliver talked about how these types of relationships, they're actually really important to Cameo Pass. People were asking why we gave preferential treatment or why we like allowed certain people in before others. It was really based on the projects that had helped us get to this point. So we like Knights of Degen uh, is a is an NFT project that I really look up to. I like a lot. And uh, my friend Jack Settleman, it, you know, he, he created the project. And I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you that I had conversations with him about our project. And that helped us move forward. And so we gave them early access spots. So part of the community, I think actually uh, a bulk of the community is around projects that really helped us. Alphabeted Doodles. I've been in since I minted them and they're a great project. Uh, they donate basically a lot of their funds to teachers around the country. So their guy, Dan, who I've known forever and some of the other guys on that team, we chatted with and so they, they got spots. And um, so I think what we tried to do is integrate somewhat of the communities that we really liked or we had like aspects to. Okay, well, we're hearing about some of the benefits, this exclusive community, opportunities to interact with these celebrities that pop into the Discord, free cameo credits, merch, getting in on other NFT projects, but you're still leaving something out here. And what am I leaving out? I mean, come on. I, I know you went to a crazy party in Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're not talking about that quite yet. And actually, there's still so much more to talk about before we do. But first things first, it's time for another short break here. So we'll be right back. All right, before the break, we were digging into the launch of Cameo Pass, the Web3 NFT project brought to us by the celebrity-infused tech company, Cameo. We learned how Cameo Pass came about, the origin story, if you will, some of the benefits that came along with being a Cameo Pass holder. And what's next? Well, I thought it'd be interesting to get the perspective of a side that we sometimes don't often get to hear from, yet they're right in the center of the NFTs. Um, okay. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Who's that? <laughs> the artists. <laughs> the artists, ah, right? okay. <laughs> so with Cameo Pass, I mean, art is one big piece of it. Um, and as I mentioned before, there's three artists who are involved with Cameo Pass's inaugural NFT project. There's Burnt Toast of Doodles fame, Vinny Hager, the artist behind the project Letters. And then there's one other artist who's new to the Web3 world, uh, but he is a very accomplished illustrator and cartoonist, originally from Manchester. I'll let him introduce himself here. Hi, I'm Luke McGarry, uh, at Lukey McGarry on all social media. Um, and I'm a cartoonist and illustrator, and I did the Good Day Pass for Cameo Pass. So the little dog taking the snooze by a window, that's me. Ah, Luke McGarry. He's not the artist behind the pass that you have, is it, Mike? No, he's not, but Luke is awesome. Here's more about Luke. I've been a cartoonist forever, because um, my dad's a cartoonist, and all of his friends were cartoonists, so... As a kid, I just assumed that's what adults did. Like, <laughs> just grow up and draw cartoons all day. Um, so I've been doing it since I could hold a pencil. Um, but initially, uh, I'm in a band with my brother called Pop Noir. Um, and that was 
plan A initially. So we started this band while we were in high school. But then um, I started working for like local music magazines and kind of concert promoters and stuff doing posters and, you know, illustrated articles and interviews and stuff uh, on the assumption that that would get our band more coverage and more shows. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm in with these people. And then, you know, like the other bands I played with would then ask me to do posters for them or album covers and stuff and animated music videos. And it sort of grew from there. So the art side of stuff kind of quickly took over because there was so much demand for that. Started working with different festivals. They got bought out by Golden Voice, who do Coachella and stuff. Grew up from there. And then I was working with like bigger names and started working with Jack Black and Tenacious D on doing the poster for their music and comedy festival. And that led to a load of work, like artwork in the comedy world, to magazine stuff for Playboy and The New Yorker and stuff, and animated music videos for like Universal Music. So he may not have had a ton of Web3 experience, but what an amazing career, right, for an artist and illustrator? Yeah. I mean, from what I learned, basically, if you were a band in L.A. that was worth something and you needed amazing mm -hmm. art for your tour poster, you go to Luke. I mean, he was just so well known for that. And, of course, a whole lot more when it came to his art. Yeah. And actually, he had a tie to Cameo, didn't he? Yeah. So Luke was on Cameo as a part of its talent community. But instead of doing mm -hmm. video shout outs, he would literally draw anything that you asked for. You'd get a 30 <laughs> second video illustration of whatever you wanted. I mean, if you go to his cameo profile now, you'll see lots of portraits of people, pets, uh, super cool gift idea. If you think of it, if you just, you know, needed to get somebody a unique gift of something, just putting that out there, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. And afterwards, you could take a photo and put it on the blockchain and you have a one of one NFT from Luke, right? That's actually not a bad idea. But anyway, <laughs> back to Luke and Cameo. So Luke was popular on the platform as far as artists were concerned. And one day they got Burnt Toast and um, Vinny Hager in and they're like, you know, we should probably get an artist that's using our platform. And um, uh, Oliver, the, the dude that's running the um, NFT side of stuff at Cameo, just kind of dug through Cameo, like all the way to the bar of looking for an artist. And there I was with my weird little, you know, like lightning fast caricatures of people. Artists are always self-deprecating, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, Luke is, right? I mean, he's this amazing artist. So if he's not going to be the one to tell you, I will. Anyway, that's how Luke got involved with Cameo Pass, being an artist on the platform. Cameo saw that and asked if he wanted to get involved with the project. And Luke's thoughts on getting involved? I was interested right out of the gate, um, especially just because, like, I mean, the, the whole thing sounded so cool. Like, it was such a well-thought-out project. It wasn't like, you know, because I'm sure a lot of artists in the space can relate where you get lots of pitches for stuff that's a bad idea and a bad deal. <laughs> and it's like they just need an art monkey to do, you know, the art for it. It's like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll trick this guy into doing it, you know. As I say, I've been like a you know a cartoonist outside of the space for so long that I've got a little bit of nous uh, to go. Well, that sounds like a bad deal, you know. What what am I getting out of this? But the cameo, like the, the team and everybody was so easy to work with, and it was just such a cool idea. They were basically like theme is we've got uh, three times a day, you know, morning, noon, and night, and we're just letting the artists pick which one they want. <laughs> and then Oliver said, uh, "Yeah, Vinny's already got." night and burnt toast has already got morning so you're stuck with afternoon 
<laughs> Nobody wanted afternoon, so do something that represents afternoon for us. Uh, but other than that, there was like no input, no nothing. It's just total creative freedom. So I was like, yeah, I can do this, and um, it's. I think it's been the start of a beautiful relationship. The start of a beautiful relationship. It sounds so nice. Yes, and we're gonna come right back to this. But first, Luke had one final thought to share, putting the perspective of an artist out there who's getting involved in NFT projects. Okay, what's that? The artists are people too. We're people just like you that are interested in, you know, this stuff. Um, you know, we're fans of artwork. We're, you know, we have dumb opinions, you know, like, you know, there's kind of an expectation of artists to be business people in this space, you know, and I don't think that's necessary. I think it's um, uh, artists aren't necessarily business people. So be nice to them. <laughs> They're creatives. So um, yeah, be nice. Hey, artists are people too. I, I think it's a good reminder for those who are out there who are just worried about price floor, asking, where are the devs? Uh, you know, <laughs> there's a day that goes by without some sort of wild announcement and people get restless. Just remember, artists are involved in this projects and they see these comments. They're they're not business people. They're they're artists who just created this cool art and they want to see people enjoying the art. Yeah. That sometimes does get lost, doesn't it, right? NFTs are obviously a lot more, but at the core, there is still an artist behind the project who just wants to see their art appreciated. So even if you do want to see the utility of a project and you want to see that price floor go up, remember artists like Luke too, okay? Now, after I recorded with Luke, uh, Luke and Cameo made a pretty exciting announcement. You remember him saying it was the start of a beautiful relationship. Well, Luke and Cameo are continuing that relationship. Luke will soon be introducing his very first solo PFP project. Project is called Petabytes, and it will be 2022 hand-drawn one-of-one NFTs. And he's launching the collection later this spring. It's set to have a 0.14 ETH price at Mint. But if you're a Cameo Pass holder, you actually get access to this project, and Cameo Pass will actually cover the Mint cost. Um, they, there's actually this tiered allow list. So holders of all three cameo passes as a set get first priority, but then the rest of the cameo pass holders get priority over the general public. And again, cameo pass is actually covering the full cost. Ah, that's, that's a great benefit. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that cameo pass holders actually are the only ones that get this early access. So yeah, I was definitely excited to hear about this, especially after getting to spend time with Luke for this episode and, and meeting him in Beverly Hills, meeting him in Beverly Hills. Okay. This is what I'm waiting for, the, the Cameo Pass party. Yes, and another big part of the utility that Cameo Pass offered, um, you know, these in-person events. And I, I was definitely intrigued with what that would mean. I mean, it's Cameo, right? I mean, they have all these mm. celebrities that are part of the platform. There have to be celebrities at these events, right? I mean, for sure, yeah. And Cameo Pass, sure enough, they did announce two events. Uh, one of them took place last month in Beverly Hills at a mansion owned by Cameo. Another is set to take place next month in Miami at a private estate. And you flew to Los Angeles to take part in Cameo Pass's first ever party at the Cameo Mansion in Beverly Hills, which is just absolutely wild. I did, Michael, but you know what we're going to have to do now, right? Yeah, you're going to make us wait until the next episode to hear about the Cameo Pass party in Beverly Hills, aren't you? <laughs> I have to. I have to. We're out of time, but <laughs> but it will be worth the wait. I promise you, you know, I already teased it before. I did get to shake hands with Stanley from The Office. I got to meet so many other people. Um, I got roasted in a comedy show. <laughs> I got to meet other Cameo Pass holders, though. I got to talk with other members of the community. Mm. So next week, we're going to dig in more 
more about what that community of Cameo Pass is all about. And yes, it's going to include my trip to LA after I attended the very first NFT party, my first NFT party ever uh, at the Cameo Mansion in Beverly Hills. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a definitely a unique experience. All right. Well, more on that. I can't wait. Next week, as we take a look at part two of this episode, all about Cameo Pass. Until then, for Michael Saka, I'm Mike Belsito, and this is Rocketship.fm. Thank you so much for listening to Rocketship.fm. It is your support that keeps the show going. If you can, take a second and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps out the show so much. We're also part of the Podglomerate Network, and if you'd like to listen to more great shows from the Podglomerate, go to thepodglomerate.com to see the full show listings. Rocketship.fm is produced in partnership with Product Collective, a community for product people. Go to productcollective.com and get access to our weekly newsletter, live video interviews, Slack community, product job board, and a whole lot more. Again, just go to productcollective.com. 